Welcome back, Dropouts. This is episode three of Blood Droplets. I'm your host, Jason Gray, and I guess that dumb name is going to stick for now. Uh, this episode is kind of special because, as I said at the end of episode two, this is actually a movie I liked, and bonus, it's not a movie that's on Tubi. Well, it might be on Tubi, but I watched it on Amazon Prime, so that's what we're counting it as. Which is good because while Tubi has a lot of stuff to watch, I don't want it to just be the Tubi show. Anyways, this week I'm going to be talking about a movie called The Special. So, I found this movie one night. I wasn't really feeling too well, so I laid down in bed, lights off, but I didn't want to just sit there staring into the darkness. So I grabbed my tablet, kind of flipped through Amazon Prime for a bit, and... For whatever reason, this movie sounded interesting enough, and if I fell asleep for an hour watching it, eh, that wasn't going to bother me too much. And to this movie's credit, I only zoned out a little bit while watching it. I did come back and watch the entire movie later on, properly. But it kind of says something to the nature of this movie that it so captivated me that laying in bed, not feeling too hot, just wanting to make the world go away for a couple hours... I still laid there watching this on my tablet. So let's just get to the review. I'm still trying to find the right balance between giving you enough plot to know what I'm talking about and just wanting to kind of uh, give you a general idea about the movie. Especially with this one because I know not a lot of people have seen it and I don't really want to give away too, too much. But I'm going to get into a little bit of spoilers here and there. I was going to give you a brief synopsis before I really get into the meat of the, of the story, but every time I do that, I just feel like I end up repeating myself, so let's just get this over with. Uh, the special is about a guy called Jerry who catches his wife cheating on him, so one night his best friend Mike, trying to cheer him up, says, hey, let's go down to the uh, brothel I know about, and I'm not going to get you uh, just any girl. You are going to get the special. Hence the name of the movie. So Mike takes Jerry down to Madame Zora's, and he hasn't put a bag over his head to obscure the location because this experience is so, if you'll pardon the phrase, special. And Jerry has one of those personalities that Mike knows after he has this, he's going to want to come back over and over and over again. So he... he tells his friend Jerry this is a one-time deal, get it out of his system as a bit of revenge for the cheating, but then he has to forget about it, get on with his life, he's never going to come back here. End of story. So the guys reach Madame Zora's, and she sets Mike up with his girls and sends Jerry off to a room for the special. He's locked into a room all alone, and he sits there for a little while wondering what's going to happen, when he notices sitting on a table is a box with a hole in it, and written on the box is, stick it in here. I, I gotta say, on the one hand, this is a really weird, but on the other hand, probably safer than a glory hole. Jerry thinks this is a joke at first, but since he's in the room, he decides he might as well try it out. As promised, the experience Jerry has is absolutely mind-blowing. It comes across as one of the best sexual experiences, if not the best, that he has ever had. He passes out, and Mike and the... I'm gonna call him a bouncer, Yvonne, 
have to carry Jerry out to the car and Madame Zora doubles down on the warning that Jerry is uh, one who wants and he can never return. So more setting up that he's in for some trouble if he ever comes back for the special. And he becomes so obsessed with uh, his experience with the special, he needs that release again. And long story short, he finds the place again. Madame Zora is hesitant, but Jerry offers to pay double, and money talks. With the second experience, Jerry's a little more curious this time, pokes at the box a bit more, and he's in there so long, Madame Zora comes barging in, and out of surprise, Jerry kills her. Well, it starts off accidentally, but then when she doesn't die immediately, it becomes very deliberate when he steps on her throat to make sure she's dead. After killing her, he takes the box and runs away. And since he can't exactly bring this thing home, he finds a cheap apartment somewhere. Jerry starts dividing his time between home, work, and the apartment. He basically ends up spending any free time he has with the special. And if you can't see the addiction parallels at this point, you're not looking hard enough. And I kind of start to get a feeling of, uh, this movie is... It's not really the same, but there's something about it that really makes me connect it to the uh, Frank Henenlotter film, Brain Damage. Just uh, for the the addiction parallels and uh, the weird substance that drives the plot. The special isn't as sentient as Aylmer is, but there is definitely a similarity of thought here. So Jerry's poking around the box a bit more now that he has time to do whatever he wants with it. He sticks some fingers into the glory hole and comes out with some icky, gooey juices. He starts using this as a sort of lube, topical treatment, kind of uh, applicable Viagra. And while the pleasure of sticking his dick in the box, you have no idea how hard it is not to... to do a drop of the Saturday Night Live bit. Uh, but I digress. And while the pleasure of sticking his dick in the box remains when he just uses it with uh, the juices on his hand, it also amplifies the experience to such a level that he starts experiencing pain as well. Which, again, we kind of got that addiction parallel going on here with... Uh, uh, it gives you such joy, but there is a downside to it. He scoops up some of the juices to bring home so he can spend even less time away from this thing. And one night while he's playing with himself, his wife interrupts him and is like, why are you going it alone? Let me join in. And both of them get to experience this level of sex that is just mind-blowing to both of them. This goes on for a while with Jerry Jett constantly using the special as a uh, masturbatory aid, for lack of a better phrase. And, um, I picked a movie with a lot of fun things to try to talk about and not make it too weird. Uh, from all the usage, he starts to, um, chafe down there, experience pain. There is only so much rubbing the male member can take. He goes to a doctor to try to get some help, and 
lies through his teeth about what he's doing. The doc knows immediately he's having way too much sex, but says, fine, here, have some ointment. This should help ease things off. But for the love of God, stop jerking off. And needless to say, this is not advice Jerry follows at all. And I gotta say, if he keeps sticking his dick in this box, he's going to get splinters, but... Since Jerry can't follow instructions whatsoever from anyone in this movie, the condition keeps getting worse and it starts spreading up over his belly. It's a clear indication that something is wrong. Following all this sex, the special has kind of started to go dry and Jerry is concerned that his addiction will not be able to be fed if something goes wrong with the thing in the box. Jerry heads out, gets some bolt cutters so he can clip off the lock that keeps the box closed, and they actually hold off on the reveal just a little bit longer, but it's coming. I will say this for the movie. It is very well paced. It's 90 minutes long, act one ends right at that 30 minute mark when Jerry steals the box, and act two ends right at that next 30 minutes when he opens up the box. And act three, well, is very much... Everything goes to hell. Lisa finally discovers Jerry's not going to work, tracks him down to his rat hole apartment, and it is filled with the stench of sex and probably death. She follows the stench and discovers what is in the box, which Jerry has moved to the bathtub, and it is a giant gooey veiny ball. The world's largest everlasting gobstopper. Before she can even properly react to what the hell she's seeing in front of her, Jerry kills his own wife to protect his secret. And now that he doesn't have to worry about hiding from his wife, he takes his happy fun ball, goes home, and sets it in the tub there to soak, hoping that will rejuvenate it somehow. Once he's taken care of disposing of his wife's body, he settles in with his gooey ball for a nice cuddle and... It is exactly as gooey and disgusting as you would want this sort of movie to be. By this point, the rash has reached all the way up to Jerry's neck. In the short time since Jerry was gone taking care of some other stuff, the happy fun ball has flat out died and turned into a pile of black goo as opposed to a ball of fleshy goo. Now oh, this is so fun to talk about. At this point, Jerry realizes he has no other choice. He's having a complete breakdown, so he scoops up what goo he can, takes it with him back to Madame Zora's, and begs Yvonne to do whatever he can to, to fix this. So Yvonne sends Jerry off to the special room while he sees what he can do. While Jerry is left alone, he succumbs to the infection, and we are treated to some absolutely wonderful body horror. In short, Jerry transforms into a new orb for the box. His hair starts falling out, his eyes start sealing up, pretty much every hole in his head seals up save for his mouth, teeth come falling out to make it nice and soft and gooey inside, and it all comes to a head when Ivan- oh I can't believe I just said that- when Ivan comes back into the room, takes Jerry's head, and just pulls it off the top like he's removing the head from a gummy bear. He places it in the box, and basically the big reveal of the movie is that the special 
is a strange creature that is actually a somehow transformed human being. Some curse passed along from too much use. And he is now cursed to be the one giving pleasure to people just like him. This movie was a lot of fun to come across. It's different. It's just similar enough to stuff that you can say, like I did, yeah, it's kind of similar to brain damage. Uh, it's got the addiction parallels. It is a really interesting find that I am glad I stumbled across. It's better than average. It's better than most of the movies we're going to see. So, this beats out the last two, and we have a new champion best movie we've found so far. I mean, this is not going to be for everyone, but it's well-written, it's got a good sense of humor. I really like that with such a mature topic as uh, brothels and sex and glory holes and all that stuff, they really could have glorified it and just gone all the way with it and really uh, uh, shown you a whole lot of stuff. But it's very, not quite restrained, but it knows the limit it wants to go to and just walks right up to that line it set for itself. If it had gone too far, it would have risked glorifying too much the stuff that Jerry was doing. And that's not what it wanted to do because this is not a good thing he's going through. If you come across it, I genuinely think it's worth checking out. Just to see this new, weird kind of movie that you might not have seen before. And uh, it's just well done, well acted. And I just really don't have anything too terribly bad to say about it. So that's episode three. And I still have no idea how to wrap up this show. Next week we are heading... Actually, I think we're heading to YouTube for this one. And I'm going to be talking about what might be... One of the worst movies I've ever seen. From something very watchable and very entertaining to absolute mind-numbing, soul-crushing... Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, save it for next week. Save it for next week. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. So, yeah, if you've got any suggestions, um, send me an email at foenix at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Facebook, Tumblr all the places. You can subscribe to the show in Apple Music, Google whatever, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and probably in other places. If you don't find it, let me know. I'll see what I can do. Just search for us under the Bloodstream. This is still a side project of that overall umbrella. We are the podcast that is not about medicine. So that's it for this week. Take care, keep streaming, and remember, do not fuck Happy Fun Ball. Sodium fuck it all.